How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into today's subject. Actually, this one's going to be uh, a pretty short one. It has been a super long day for me today. Uh, I don't know if my face is showing it, but uh, a lot of exciting stuff, some some great information, um, some stuff to touch on, some excitement as well. And, and not just category of just work uh, related or profession related, but everything else. But uh, today, uh, our director for the company that I, I represent uh, wanted to make sure that we were all pretty much ready for this uh, annual enrollment period that's coming up in October and, and wanted to make sure that like all, all, anyone that's a new hire, because there's a, about like 10... 10 or so new hires, but in this, uh, in this session that we had was, there was five of us, but, um, he just wanted to make sure that we knew what we were, what we were doing. And he threw like multiple scenarios at us, very complicated scenarios related to Medicare. And he wanted to see how it was an open session. We didn't have to do like an individual test or anything like that. It was open discussion, uh, amongst us to try to resolve the answers because these questions were a lot more complicated than, than what we're used to based off of just the scenarios that are given to us from our trainings and things of that nature. And I feel like we, we did really well going into today, by the way, all precautions were taken, of course, for COVID that would, that was really the only reason I would even do something like this. But, um, the, uh, like when I was going into it today, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know why this is something I I've been doing really well about my exams, doing really well about acing everything, but I have not spent enough time learning everything about this industry. Like there is so much information to grasp. And my, my idea was to just kind of throw myself into it and learn as I go and as I'm asked questions to just because I know that there's a happy medium between learning enough and learning too much. And if you fall behind or over that line, you're going to either overload yourself with too much information where you're not going to be able to utilize a majority of it. And so essentially you're wasting away brain space and stressing yourself out, you know, with with having to like feel like you need to learn everything. And then it's on the other side. If you don't know enough, you look like a fool and you look like someone that isn't capable of helping, you know, these people that really need good quality care and recommending the, the, the specific plan that's going to best suit their needs. And you could you could really endanger someone with uh, the wrong healthcare coverage. And um, so you look bad, you can, uh, uh, which is what is way worse is like uh, put someone on a plan that doesn't fit their needs and essentially force them to have to stress out about being on a plan that they're not, that's not going to help them and, and wait for the right time period to make that adjustment. And what else? There's just a lot of things that could go wrong with not knowing enough. And so I've been trying to easily navigate the whole like in-between approach and knowing enough that I could properly do my job, know how to address like um, the needs of a client based off the information that they give me. And in today's scenarios, I'm not going to lie, when I was going into my class today um, or into this kind of like scenario driven, uh, making sure that we all knew what we were talking about, I felt like I was going to be the least prepared person in all of this, like I felt like I was going to 
like really dropped the ball because of the way that I, I felt like a lot of my other, and as like I, I see people typing in the chat, we're all like in a, a group chat. And so everyone's off doing their own thing and, and people are out there like grassroots marketing. Um, there are other people that are like, like contacting individuals directly after inquiring through us. And there's like a, a lot of different avenues to, to um, reach out to people to let them know that you're here for them to help them out with their Medicare services. And I see everyone kind of doing their thing. And I feel like I've been very restrictive on how I've been doing it because I've just allowed myself to just be contacting people directly over the phone and not really meeting them in person. And so they don't really get the face-to-face interaction with me and you don't really get to develop that in-person relationship with people. And I know how that can really affect certain things, especially with the older uh, older individuals and the older uh, people that I'm going to be tailoring to. And so... I was like, man, like, I feel like a lot, like everyone on the team is going to be like light years ahead of me with exposure, like, you know, um, getting people like signed up on, on different Medicare plans. And I, I, I never like to compare myself to people, but I'm a very competitive people, a person as well. Like I, I don't, I don't ever look to someone and be like, oh, that person's better than me. I instead look at situations like, oh man, like, how do I overcome obstacles enough that I can um, I can outperform this individual? Like, what are they doing that I can help them recognize certain issues that they're doing and help them and then help myself also capitalize and, and learn how I can grow better? And I really felt going into this that I wasn't going to be in that position at all. So I felt very, very vulnerable. But weird enough, like, out of everyone there, everyone was like, man, you like you seem like you knew your your stuff and – as people were saying this, it was like, honestly, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really feel that way at all. But everyone was like really impressed with just like, um, just the, the, the way I was contributing and, and interacting and, and, and really getting into, because these scenarios were pretty difficult that <laughs> they were like, uh, essentially it was like, you know, what, you know, you have person A has like specific type B and like type X plan uh, they have certain medical conditions. They are on certain prescriptions. All of these things, what is the best thing that you would recommend to them within these parameters? And it was it was interesting to see like all the different people's inputs on like what they were thinking, like where they were going first with with the scenarios. But I was like very um, I was very patient. I was like trying to read everything and trying to think out loud like uh, what would be the best plan for for people. And I was doing really well that uh, a lot of people were, were uh, agreeing with what I was saying. And ultimately, there was a lot of uh, points where I was right and in, in, in the assumptions I was making uh, and what would have been the right call for these individuals, which is, I, I thought was like super cool. And it was also cool being in a, in a social environment. Like I haven't been in, in a lot of those, maybe like only two or three times within this within this organization. Again, they had to be very... Uh, conducive to fit the the guidelines of the you know CDC guidelines and things of that nature. And again, I don't want to expose myself to you know the risk of catching COVID. So I've been very adamant about like my personal safety, and the company is very understanding of that as well. So I've missed out on a lot of opportunities, but I've been able to kind of you know go to some that that uh, I can I can work around and. So it was cool being like in a social setting and I was, I was just super excited. I learned a lot. I like reinforced a lot of things that I knew. I, 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 
uh, picked the brains of a lot of people that I've been wanting to pick the brain of for a while. And it was just great just, just to see just the camaraderie. And, and essentially, no one's like, everyone's kind of doing this on their own, and, and, and which, which I think is super great. But just seeing like how tight knit our team is and like how helpful, helpful everyone is. And like when you see someone struggling, like the veterans will come in and like they'll give their insight, their input. I love that. I don't know. It, it just it, it reminds me of the segue that I'm going to go into, which is it, it reminds me of community and like how like having a strong community of people that you can rely on that are helpful, that are resourceful, really can 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 make your life so much easier. Especially, I've been in a position many times where I'm the new hire in a company. And having like every single time you become a new hire for a company, everyone's like, who's this person? Do we really need another person on the team? And like you really have to navigate all of that stuff. And I, I feel like I've, I do a pretty good job at like not being too social, but being social enough where I'm not weirding anyone out, but also not being like too weird, like trying to be friends with everyone. Um, but it, it's cool. Like even if I, if you are trying to be like over friendly, everyone here is like really great. No one's judging. Everyone's kind of all has their challenges as well. Like this next three months is going to be super challenging for everyone. It's going to be super busy, but luckily everyone's like, like there to help one another, especially when they're seeing people struggle. I've, I've heard so many people have questions and everyone just is there to help. I've had multitudes of situations. Like I had one where I needed help like throughout the whole course of, of the uh, interaction. I didn't have anyone with me, but I have a team chat where I'm able to communicate with someone as like, uh, or with the team as I'm on the phone with someone. And there's this team member of mine um, that was like above and beyond was helping me with everything, which was just so helpful. It really it minimized my level of stress, especially because this is still all new to me. And it was it was great to have that resource. And it just makes you want to pay it forward to the next person that that's struggling as well. But the reason why I, I got excited and talking about community is that with Project Green, uh, if you're new to the idea, essentially I want to Project Green is this idea that I have where I want to live in uh, a self-sustaining home. And I, what a self-sustaining home is essentially a home where all of its natural resources are gathered from your environment. You're not on the grid at all. So you're not getting, you're getting all your power, all your water, all your gas, everything from what you can produce in the house. And it might sound like it's crazy. It's like barbaric or whatever. Actually, it's not. You'd be very surprised to see how modern a lot of these self-sustaining homes can be. And I don't need to live somewhere super big. So as you can live in a more compact space, the better it is because you don't need so much technology and resources to really power your demand and your needs. And so originally my idea started off with um, like building a, a small self-sustaining home on like a big plot of land where I could grow things. But then I, as I was like thinking about this idea, I really wanted to, I, I really miss community. Like, I, I don't know why I talk about it a lot because I, I don't think there's been ever a point in my life where I really strive to care so much about having a strong community. I grew up in a small neighborhood when I was growing up as a kid in a small retirement town, but I really only was friendly with like two of our neighbors, not like the whole area that I lived in. And, but I mean, like where I grew up was a small town. So kind of everyone was in a small community. Everyone kind of knew everyone. And 
I really enjoy that. Like that's one thing I enjoy, like especially when you can rely on people um, and you need help with something. Everyone has their own interests and unique aspects to things in life. And having that, that, that ability to, to reach out to people that you know are, can help you in a, a certain way and that you can help them in return, I think it's great. I think it's like one of the things that you hear about in old culture that I wish still made, like still continued as, like, as technology and society has evolved, but it, it hasn't. If anything, we've become so much more individualized and really diminished the importance of other people as well. And there is some strengths to that, and there's some good things that come from that, but I feel like there's a lot of negatives that come from that as well. And... um I think you can have both. I don't think you really need to go from one transition to the next. I feel like you can have a strong community, but also still support strong individualism as well. But it doesn't look like society is going that way. And I don't like that. I want to live in a, in a community. And actually, I was watching, um, I'm already forgetting the name of uh, Down to Earth. I think that's what it's called on Netflix. You can watch on Netflix right now. The host is Zac Efron. I wasn't a big fan of Zac Efron when I was a kid, actually. But funny enough, one of my best friends actually enjoyed. He was like, "Man, if if you could think of like one per, like male to be like, who would it be?" And he was like, "I would, I would like really want to be Zac Efron." He's like, "You know, he's good looking. He's uh, a good communicator. Um, he's good in the music, uh, and he's just all around like a healthy individual." I was like, eh, but he's so immature. This is like a long time ago. We were talking about this like six years ago. And I was like, I, I, Zach Efron doesn't even make sense to me. Like for me, it would probably be like, I don't know, like Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise, but without the Scientology. Um, and um, like I, I could see where he was going with his and I, like I liked it, but I just couldn't relate with Zach Efron. To me, he seemed like so immature. But as we get older, as all of us get older, we tend to mature as individuals. And Zach Efron, I feel like, has matured a lot. And I love watching his docu-series that he had called Down to Earth on Netflix. It was really great. Essentially, him and another individual that's like an expert in uh, self-sustainment and being an environmentalist, him and Zach Efron travel around the world and look at different ways, different cultures and different countries are handling living off of of renewable resources and and clean things. And I won't forget that there was a segment that was done in Costa Rica where essentially a family bought a big plot of land in the middle of the rainforest in Costa Rica and had all like uh, random people that they welcomed into their community come in and build a house on this land. And essentially they gather they gather all their resources all their food and everything from this big air, like area that they have in this rainforest and like kids are raised there there's no teachers there's no curriculum but the kids the way they handle teaching kids and and everything is that they they let the kids kind of choose what they want to learn more about and then they they educate them on those things and watching the kids they were very brilliant they were super smart super handy really uh like uh multi uh, like the multi-directional, they were like able to do everything. And I think that's very strong to have in life. It's like when you're not so focused in one specific area, but you're, you allow yourself to try to become um, a jack of all trades. I think that's like really great of a skill set to have. And it's for whatever reason diminished in society. It's like, it's really pushed that you need to be one, like really good at one thing, but it, it's so counterintuitive to the other thing that they say. And, and that is, 
don't put your all your eggs in one basket. It's like you should be an expert in one thing, but don't be an expert in, in just one thing. It's like the message is so conflicting. Luckily for me, I feel like I've been a, such a good jack. Like all of like if I list my resume, none of my jobs have been relatable outside of the fact that they're sales e I guess, but not all of them are sales positions and they're all over the place. Like, I mean, restaurant, um, direct mail express, where essentially I was like building your, your, uh, spam mail that you get in the mail, but like, you know, doing it for like car companies and things of that nature, like all your mailers that you get from car companies in the mail. Like I did that. I helped print that. I, I helped print, like actually managing huge printers, from like the old generation printers all the way down to like the large digital printers, like the very high tech ones. I learned how to manage those. So as uh, as uh, uh, Xerox, um, what was the big one that I managed at the very end? Um, started with an X. Xenon, I think it was like Xenon. I think it was the name of the company. But um, I went from that to then programming because I was studying computer science at the time, and so I learned how to program customer information into the ads themselves and connecting those two mediums did that went from that to um or sorry i went from restaurant to circuit city doing computer sales to what i just described from that to doing uh it work for a small airport went from that to working at a theme park during the financial crisis from that to working in 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 cell phone sales and uh home home internet via AT&T from that to car sales during the financial crisis when people's credit was bad and, and working in subprime uh, car lending from that to um, a traditional car lot, like working in just a regular car lot for Kia from there to moving to Colombia, do not working for a while and, and being semi-retired to then becoming an English teacher to then coming back and working for a nightclub in Las Vegas to then working in the cannabis space and now coming to the Medicare side. So like I've worked everything. I've done everything. And I, I feel like from all of those, I've learned that like a different skill sets that are like really great that I can absorb and grow from, which is awesome. They uh, Sometimes it's, it makes it a little bit more difficult to unlearn certain things that really can impact your current profession that you're in, but it also gives you the ability to be creative and, and think outside the box. I don't like using that term too much, but being very creative about how to address certain things in life. So um, I, I really think that it's important to 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 focus in doing that. But anyways, the reason why I'm talking about community and 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 why that was like great watching the kids, like the way that they learn is because I, I could really, I, I started to evolve my idea on Project Green. I was like, why instead of me having this big plot of land with a small little house on it, and I, I, I'm also, it's so weird. It's so weird because my best friend, this is before Zach Efron did his documentary, my best friend at the time, during, and he's still my best friend, but at that time when we were like, he brought up Zach Efron and everything of that nature, I'll never forget one time we were all hanging out, like it was all guys, we were all going partying and, and doing our thing. And I remember me and him were driving and he was like, you know, what, one of my dreams, what one of my dreams would be, would be to buy a big plot of land and all like all of my friends and all of my family, we would all live in one huge community. He was like, that's my dream. He was like, the only reason I'm chasing a ton of money to make a ton of money is that eventually I want to make that dream come true where I want to just buy a big plot of land and just 
everyone has their own home and we're all closer together. And when I heard that, I was like, man, that's so cool. I was like, that's a, that's actually really uh, a heartfelt thing. I've never really heard before. I'd never really heard anyone like my age at the time, bring up something like that. So it was like weird seeing like seeing this connection. It was like the, 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 what is that called? Like the nine degrees of connecting to Kevin Bacon or whatever. Like seeing like my best friend, Zach Efron, Zach Efron doing then this docuseries on, on uh, sustainability, me getting this idea of, of community and, and reinforcing the idea of like how good community is from this docuseries to then come up with like Project Green for myself, but then to go all the way back to what my best friend said and his idea I like, I want my idea to now evolve to what he wanted. And so, um, we've been very busy. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet, but I want to, to bring it up to him and be like, Hey man, let's like really pursue this. This is what I've been wanting to do for a bit now. And talking about this, he recently moved back to Florida. So it's been hard and COVID and being a family now, it's just been really difficult for me to like maintain certain, um, like relationships with but luckily like our relationship will never disappear so i know like there will be gaps in there but i know we can always re- reignite it like that's what happened when i moved to colombia for two years we didn't see each other but then i moved to vegas and i was living with him for a bit and it was like nothing had changed it was the same thing over again um but i want to i want this to now not just be my project i want this to be our project and then i was talking to my my younger brother it was his birthday yesterday and bringing this idea up to him as well. And he lives in New Zealand at the moment. But uh, I didn't really think that he was going to really empathize with the with the idea. But he really liked it. He liked the idea of community. And I was like, well, this would be really cool to have like my brother involved. And maybe if I got enough people, I could start like we could start getting our families involved and, and on this as well. I think that would be super cool. Like I know my best friend's sister might do it with him if they found a good spot. And so I've been going at this as like a solo mission, like, well, not solo, but like me doing all the thinking and then like me, my family getting involved in it. But I want this to be like a community idea now. And like, I'm getting more and more excited about this. And I, I like even got more excited because today I found out that, uh, my, the director, his wife recently just became a new member on our team. And that's one of the other things I love about this, this employment, this thing that we do, like everyone, it's like mother and son, husband and wife, like brother and sister. It's so cool to see how many different people have like the strong relationship with another person there and they work as a team together. I think it's like so cool. But anyways, uh, I didn't realize it until after the meeting because I haven't seen these people face to face that that was his wife. And so we were chatting for a while. I saw her like she was organizing like client folders and things of that nature to get ready for this busy time period. And we were chit-chatting and, and I was asking her, like, I've, I've been asking a lot of people, I'm just curious, like, what did they do before getting into this field? Because, I, you know, mine was very unique and uh, almost everyone I've been talking to is, like, very unique as well. And she was like, I used to work at Tesla. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I, you know, I really, uh, I think Tesla's like an awesome company. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, that's great. And she was like, yeah, uh, it related with what I studied in school. And I, I didn't really understand what she meant with that. I thought maybe she like studied electrical engineering and I was like, wow, that's cool. Like maybe she did. I, at first I thought she did sales, but then I was like, oh, what if she was like an engineer? But what if she worked at like the Gigafactory or something of that nature out here in Nevada? And so I asked her, I was like, oh, what'd you study? And she was like environmental sustainability. And I was like, what? I was like, what a small world. I was like, I haven't met anyone that I can really bump ideas off of 
And she was like, why did you get like, I could tell like, she was like, oh, like, why is this guy getting so excited? And I was telling her like the last so many days, I've been talking about this on my podcast, how I wanted, I, I had this project called Project Green that I'm like trying to make like a sustainable home. And right now I have like this hurdle right now, like trying to power a home during the winter. But it was like near the end of the day. So I didn't want to like bother her too much. But now it's so cool that like I'll be able to like bounce ideas off of her. And because like, I truly don't know anyone in this space. I don't know anyone that's built a self-sustaining home. I don't know anything of that. And like I felt like I was going to have to go into this completely self-learning all of it. But now that I know someone that studied the theory at least, it'll be so cool to like bounce ideas off of them. And it just gets me more and more excited about this idea of just like this community that I want to build. But um, anyways, that's what I want to talk about. I know this kind of like was like all over the place, but I hope you can kind of see the connection. Essentially, I started off talking about like this this whole thing, um, the scenario training that we got today. But at the very end of this podcast, I related that with the idea that um, I found out that one of the people that I was in that training with today has this background in, in environmental sustainability I think I did it semi-relatable. Like I was like trying to do that without having a script because like I said, it's been a long day. I didn't get home until like later in the afternoon, made some phone calls in front of people. I wanted them to critique me and uh, it was just like an awesome learning experience. But thank you guys so much for hearing out this podcast. I'm just like so stoked. It's going to be like an awesome, like three months of the year, going to be so busy and, um, I don't feel that that fear anymore of like, am I going to do well in this or not? Like after talking to everyone, I feel like I'm, I'm very prepared. Um, I just, I need to learn as I go and, and, and just keep applying myself and, and, and keep going. And so super exciting stuff. And then like also seeing that, like my idea of project green is like slowly, but surely becoming a, a, like, uh, like becoming a reality, like an idea at least that like can become a thing. It's like super cool. It's like getting me so excited. It's like, and now like I have a goal, like I'm going to work really hard and focus on this, not only for my family, but to make this a realization. And I want to motivate my friends to do that as well. Like I want us to like throw away three years of our life to live like off of our own land. I think that's going to be so awesome. I think it'll be so unique for you guys to see as well. And for you guys to follow and, and, and all of that too. So anyways, Thank you guys so much for hearing me out today and I will catch all of you guys mañana. Peace.